This is the Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps retired. Patriots, today is Sunday, and normally I wouldn't do a podcast on Sunday, but I feel very strong about discernment and being able to determine what is right and wrong and what is true. So we've got a big show for you today, and on the show, we are going to discuss what discernment really is. Who is G. Edward Griffin? Also, upend the system. Delete the system is what these people are talking about. Last but not least, we're going to have a unbelievable bonehead award for today. Lead, follow, or get the hell out of the way. This is the gunny. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. All elected and appointed government officials are to raise their hand and state that they would defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Communism is not an exception to that rule. Nowhere in the Constitution says, oh, foreign and domestic, except communism. Wrong. Communism is an enemy. And we're going to discuss that in detail tonight. Before we do that, what I want to do is celebrate the day that we worship our Lord Jesus Christ and help us to understand what discernment is. Discernment is when the Holy Spirit comes into your soul and you're able to read the Word of God and discern what God is telling us. That's true discernment. So let's go to the dictionary of discernment. Dictionary says the act or process of exhibiting keen insight and good judgment. That's what the dictionary says. Good judgment, keen insight. God created human beings. And in that creation, he put discernment in us and he give us the words that we need to determine based on the discernment man cannot create the words necessary for us to discern it's knowledge it's information but it's not discernment it's not true discernment so let's go back to Genesis the first book of the Bible the very first chapter of Genesis God said that it was good seven times. Number one, God saw the light that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness, Genesis 1-4. And God called the dry land earth and the gathering together of the waters, he called seas, and God saw 
that it was good. Genesis 1.10. And the earth brought forth grass, the herbs that yield seed according to its kind, and the trees that yield fruit, whose seed is in itself according to its kind. God saw that it was good. And to rule over the day and over the night and to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. Genesis 1.18. So God created great sea creatures and everything living that moves with which the waters abound according to their kind and every winged bird according to its kind. And God said it was good. Genesis 1.21. And God made the beast of the earth according to its kind. Cattle according to its kind, and everything that creeps on the earth according to its kind, and God saw that it was good. Genesis 1.25 So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Then God saw everything that he had made, and indeed it was very good. So the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Okay, so if you haven't got your ink sticks out and something to write on, you need to. Because you got to put this in your knowledge book. Because this is the truth. Take an example. If a rich man on this planet says, I'm the richest person on the planet. And you determine that you're going to discern that. If you discern it based on economics based on environment, based on stature in the world, that's not discernment. That is taking an individual and comparing it to everybody else and not comparing it to God's word. That's the difference. That's the true discernment when you compare it to God's word. So God said at the end of all creation, it was very good. What he created is very good. And the good, what God determines, is the truth. Then man disobeyed God and he cursed the whole creation. Because of our disobedience, we are no longer able to discern anything unless it's God's word. The good news, however, is Jesus Christ came into this world to save what God had made perfect and good. He came to save us and his creation. Someday everything will be made new and good again. He promised. It's a, it's a promise that God cannot ever take away because God is good and truthful. Nothing man has done is good in God's eyes after the fall of this world. Nothing that a man can do ever on this planet is good in God's eyes. Not America, not China, not Europe, not Africa, nor any earthly king or government or people are good according to the holy God. Therefore, we must have a solid foundation to discern what is good. That foundation is the Word of God. Everything else is based on quicksand of time and will not stand, ever. At some point, 
Everything that has happened in this falling world will disappear on a blink of an eye. The Constitution of America is founded on the principles of the Bible. And if America does not turn back to God, this will also fail faster than any evil empire in the past. Babylon, Assyria, Greece, and Rome are great examples. Rome was around for a thousand years, but it wasn't the truth. Rome fell because God said you will fall. Communism is a very new creation as it relates to time. Yet it's the most powerful evil that has ever existed in the world today. Because it is exactly opposite of what God tells us that we are supposed to be as human beings. So if communism is pure evil, then what is driving communism? The Epic Times has created a series of books that if you haven't read them, I highly suggest it because then you'll understand what the truth is. And I quote from the introduction of this book, Communism is neither a trend of thought, nor a doctrine, nor a failed attempt at a new way of ordering human affairs. Instead, it should be understood as a devil, an evil specter forged by hate, degeneracy, and other elements forces within the universe. Communism breeds war, famine, slaughter, and tyranny. If you don't believe me, look at history. These in themselves are terrifying enough, but the damage dealt by communism goes far beyond this. It has become increasingly clear to many that unlike any other system in history, communism declares war on humanity itself, including human values and human dignity. The bottom line as a U.S. Marine gunnery sergeant, retired, when I served in the military for the United States of America, I said I would support and defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic, which includes communism. And we should all be doing the same, because it's no longer a get on a ship and go overseas and fight communism. Open up your back door. Open up your front door. There it is staring you in the face. Education system, politics, it's all there. So what am I getting at? What I'm getting at is communism has been recognized in this country for many years, and yet the populace refuses to use the word of God and discern the evil that's here. So communism, takeover of America. There's a video, it's banned on YouTube, but if you search hard enough, you can find it. That was in, created in 1969 by G. Edward Griffin. Chilling 1969 warning comes to pass. This is 1969. Unbelievable, right? What do you hear? This is a banned YouTube video, but I found it. 
and I believe it. Take a listen to this. As early as 1928, the communists declared that the racial differences among our people constituted the weakest and most vulnerable point in our social fabric. By constantly probing and straining at this one spot, they calculated that eventually the cloth could be torn apart and that Americans could be divided, weakened, and perhaps even set against each other in open combat. We mustn't kid ourselves into thinking that the communists have placed their agitators only into the black communities. They're working both sides of the street. They want hatred, violence, and bloodshed between the races, and they don't care how they get it or whom they use. 1969 was a very turmoil time in America. We were going through the civil rights movement, which a lot of us agree with, that there were issues that we had to deal with. But the communists during that time frame jumped on it. And they never let up since. They are using individuals in this country that may be trodden or downfall or having issues with their lives and telling them that they're going to create this utopia. And a great example of not being able to discern or understand how communist works I got a couple of clips that we need to hear. One of them, believe it or not, is from Michael Moore. And the, the title of this video is called Communism Has Won. Yes, Michael Moore, go look him up. He says that communism has won, but his view of communism at this point is different than true communism true efforts of what the communists are trying to do for our country. So take a listen. Communism has won! Communism has won! All right! All right! Socialism has prevailed! The government now owns the majority of the mortgages of the majority of the homes in this country. We own the largest insurance company in the country. We're going to own a bank or two. Oh, man! Isn't it great? <laughs> Socialism for the rich. That's right. Oh, they're right there for the handout when they're in trouble, aren't they? So we got to think about what he's saying. Socialism for the rich and getting the handouts. The government is bailing out insurance companies, etc., etc. So these Hollywood elite people are against the government doing all these bailouts because they're not helping all the other people. So they're looking at this as socialism. Socialism, helping all the big wigs and so forth do the things that they want to do. And the government is getting bigger and bigger and bigger, so they're bailing out the rich people. But I'm here to tell you socialism is the same whether you're rich or poor. It doesn't matter. It's socialism. And when it gets ingrained into your country, into your government, and when it gets bad enough, it can never be turned without a massive revolution against the government. So continuing with the 1969 video, G. Edward Griffin is going to explain to us true socialism. 
The plans and preparations for a communist revolution of force and violence are far advanced. The organization behind these preparations has almost unlimited financial resources and it provides both training and leadership based upon years of experience in many other countries. Our enemies are deadly serious about their task and it's nothing short of national suicide for us to continue to ignore their plans and their progress. The strategy of the proletarian revolution calls for the quiet conversion of our government into a communist regime but under the banner of socialism. Patriots, that's true discernment because that man is making these statements in 1969 based on the word of God. We're all equal. Every one of us are equal. And socialism separates, communism separates, and puts us all in a class. And the lower classes have to depend on the upper class, the government, the very, very, very elite to keep them happy. And as long as they're happy enough, just like China, then they will not rebel against the government. That's true socialism. And that's where we're going. If the American government can provide to you enough to keep your mouth shut, they have accomplished what they want to do. So Michael Moore is a Hollywood elite that absolutely hates Donald Trump. Wait a minute. You're saying that the communists won, that the government's taking over, thing, over things, that the banks, housing, all of that, the government's taking it over, and you're not very happy with that. You're calling socialism socialism, but yet you hate the one individual that came at the right time to stop this cycle of socialism and communism. And this is what he had to say prior to 2016, before Donald Trump got elected. Welcome back. Washington talking impeachment. The country talking about Trump's reaction and what do you do with this kind of president? Well, I'm joined now by someone who is really perfect on so many of these issues, the acclaimed filmmaker Michael Moore. He's been exposing many of the shortcomings of the way democracy works, whether that's foreign policy and Fahrenheit 9-11, health care in sicko, or quite relevant right now, Michael Moore in Trump land. That was shot just before the 2016 election. And remember, in contrast to many people, including, yes, those of us in the media, Michael Moore did predict Donald Trump was going to win. On November 8th, the dispossessed will walk into the voting booth, be handed a ballot, close the curtain, and take that lever or felt pen or touchscreen and put a big X in the box by the name of the man who has threatened to upend and overturn the very system that has ruined their lives. Donald J. Trump. I would have to say I haven't heard this word dispossessed very many times. Sounds kind of like deplorables, doesn't it? So you go to the polls. You discern what's happening in your country. You see the socialism and the Marxism and the communism coming into your country and you're dispossessed and you're going to go vote against it. But yet he's the guy that was talking just a little while ago about the socialism of the elite. Socialism is socialism. 
Doesn't matter if it's elite, poor, rich, irrelevant. It's still socialism. Finally, the Bonehead Award, which you just heard, states the way democracy works. It is not democracy what you're talking about. It's called majority. If the majority is wrong, if the majority is evil, if the majority doesn't discern the truth, that's the country, that's the environment, that's the world that you live in. And I, for one, am not going to live in that world. I'm going to fight tooth and nail to bring our country back to the principles of the creation of God and discern what's happening and make a change on that discernment of what is truth and what is real and what matters to the American people, whether they understand it or not. Because they have been blinded by Satan into this communist socialism world. And God knows it. He will continue to be a just God and bless those that worship Him and bless those with the truth and bring wrath on those that do not. It's really that simple. I want to thank every patriot for sharing this podcast. I'm hoping that the Gunny's voice, the Gunny's ideas, and the life that I have lived and the truth that I'm trying to bring to you comes into your heart. Open the Bible. Read the words of God. And know the truth. And it will set you free. And it will help you to fight Stand up, show up, and speak up against the communism and the Marxism and the racism, everything that is bad and not good in this world. Go back to God. Have Him come into your heart and He will teach you and show you what is good. This is the Gunny out.